0: Welcome to season three of the Short Score, the Team Roping Journal's weekly news update show, where you can find the latest on the sports leaders from the jackpot world of the USDRC and the World Series of Team Roping to the Pro Rodeo ranks. I'm Chelsea Schaefer and I'm Caitlin Gustav. And we'll be your hosts. Hey everybody, it's Chelsea, and I want to talk to you a little bit about Fastback Ropes, who are sponsoring our episode today. Their two best sellers are the Cobalt and the Excalibur, their polyblend core ropes. The Cobalt is a perfect combination of poly and dyed nylon, resulting in a highly durable rope. It's medium in diameter and weight, and will likely appeal to ropers who prefer more tip weight and less body or bounce. Fastback's Excalibur is a nylon polyblend with core construction. It's a best seller, and it's another medium in diameter rope and weight with core construction, it's durable, it's got reduced body and no bounce, and swings consistent in all weather. We're going to do something a little bit different this show. So I told you about the ropes, now I'm going to give you a fastback tip. Today's tip is about breaking in ropes. Surprisingly, a lot of people don't understand or know the importance of it. To break in your new ropes and help them last longer, rope 5 to 10 and then loosely coil back up and let it rest for a day or so. This will give the rope time to recover and draw back up. It helps extend the life of your rope. The rope makers at Fastback Ropes recommend that strategy, so I guess you probably all better stick to it. Again, thank you to Fastback for bringing us this episode and thank you for the Fastback tip of the day. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, everybody. We are back with the short score. We have had about a month off from this project because, holy cow, have we had a lot going on in Team Ripping Journal Land. So thank you all for sticking with us and welcome back.
1: Welcome back to the short score. (laughs) Short
0: score, yes. We have... (laughs) Um, The score has been in high gear. We've had episodes every other week of that. We are in the middle of producing our Arizona Guide, um, Mm -hmm. which is one of our favorite projects of the year. Um, It seems like uh, spending a lazy winter in Arizona is a lifetime away from the middle of this hot, dry COVID summer that we're in. Yeah. But it's just around the corner, and it's letting us think about brighter days to come. So we're, we're hot and heavy in the middle of that. We're working on our September issue of the magazine. And we have a new exciting project that we're launching that we're not going to tell you about yet. But we do have something in the works that we are kind of all in on right now. So that's a lot of fun. And we'll tell you about that in a couple of weeks. But while we've been gone, we have a lot to cover. You know, I think for a while we got to these short scores where we weren't really sure, especially during COVID, what to tell you every week because there wasn't just a whole lot to talk about. I know mm-hmm. I was kind of disheartened when I was doing them because it was like, We were just Mm. talking to each other about nothing. About nothing, because (laughs) nothing was happening. But now we get to talk to you all about all the things that are happening. So, in the middle of this crazy situation, the 4th of July run did happen. Mm -hmm. A much abbreviated version of the 4th of July run, but a version of it nonetheless, where, you know, I, I know Lane Santos Carney did a story for us on our website about how this feels like bubble week. The 4th of July felt. More like the end of September than it ever has before, uh, because there are, you know, I asked Ryan Moats yesterday, like, how many rodeos do you think you can, can legitimately go to the rest of the year? And he said twenty-five to thirty max. So, anyways, you know, th- that put a lot of pressure on the Fourth of July run, and that those twenty-five to thirty rodeos that are left, there's just not a ton of ground to cover. No, nothing just huge that's going to pay twenty or thirty thousand left in the regular season. So with that said, Caitlin, you were the one with your finger on the pulse of rodeo during the 4th of July run.
1: Yeah. High money winners were Eric Rogers and Peyton Bray. They won a little over 17000 which is pretty close to what they won last year over the 4th run with the minimum rodeos that they went to and the different circle. So they jumped up into the top 10 in the world standings. Also, Clay Tryon and Jake Long, they won Prescott with a time of 11 and 9 seconds on two head, and that paid $3,600. Yeah, and they got some round money there too. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing
0: that I've absolutely been astonished by with Clay Tryon is that no matter what the circumstances, he can just win. Mm-hmm. Like, the, him and Jake, you know, they have about thirty eight thousand one won right now. They're seventh in the world in these circumstances, if there's anybody with everything being different in rodeo this year, if there's anybody that I do believe will be back at the NFR in whatever version that looks like it's clay Tryon. Mm-hmm. because short score, long score, no matter what the setup, no matter what the circumstances, he will figure out a way to win and get in there. And I just thought that was really cool that they won Prescott. Cause because that's just in absolute clay Tryon and Jake long
1: fashion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Also, uh, Charlie Crawford and Logan Medlin, they had a pretty good fourth as well. They won Oakley City, Utah with the four flat. Yeah, They've been kind of on a roll lately, too. They have been on a roll.
0: I know a lot of the guys have been telling me, the the magic number of 40,000, you know, usually Mm -hmm. I think last year we were saying it was going to take about 71, 72,000 to make the NFR. Mm -hmm. That's what they were looking at in September. Um, Now we're here we are in July and everybody's already talking about the number that's going to take. And 40,000 is that magic number that I keep hearing, Mm -hmm. which is really, we don't know, but it's just fun to conjecture, and that's what guys like to do, so um you know, Charlie Crawford has forty nine thousand one already. He told me that this was going to be the last year he went, and he was going to try to make the NFR mm-hmm. and if it didn't work, you know he was going to be satisfied with his career and go home. Wow now Charlie Crawford's got forty nine thousand one He just made one of the fastest runs so far this year. And he's got Logan Medlin, who has never made the finals. Two-time college champ. Super exciting to see Logan Medlin at number three in the world with 48,001. That was a really exciting win for them. Mm -hmm. They had an exciting
1: fourth, and I'm ready to see them the rest of the summer. Yeah, Logan's just on a roll this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, he won the Wildfire earlier this year. with Charlie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With Charlie and... He's on a roll on that, on the heel side. Yep. Easy to work with. If you Mm -hmm. ever need
0: anything, Logan Medlin is easy to work with. What a good guy. So I'm, I'm glad he's doing well. And, you know, another team that's really up there right now that had a pretty good fourth, they won about 12000 is Levi Simpson and Shea Carroll. Levi Simpson has not been back to the NFR since he won the world Mm -hmm. and and stunned the field back in 2016. Shea Carroll has been just grinding away on his horsemanship. I mean, talk about, it's like he's a monk who went into seminary to go study. Mm -hmm. Shea Carroll (laughs) went and roped and just was so hyper-focused on his horsemanship and when he was heading and now he's back here and he's healing for the world champ Levi Simpson and they won Belfouche. Did you get to see their run in Belfouche? Were you there for it? No, I didn't. No, they were up in the slack before. Gotcha. The slack I was up. Gotcha. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're great. You know, Shay's at 36,000. Levi's at 12th in the world, and he's got 30,000. So they're close. They're on the brink. There's a cool story that we did. Caitlin uncovered it about <laughs> Levi's horse, and you can check that out on TeamRopingJournal.com. That, Such a cool story. That was a cool story. <laughs> that was a pack horse. Yeah. He was a, kind of an outlaw, and he, so he had to be relegated to pack horse duty for a year before <laughs> he ever could go onto the onto the head side. So. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Tyler Wade and Billy Jack Sabins they didn't just have the Fourth of July they wanted to have so when I talked to T Wade after he won Mandan he said yep first legal catch of the week so um I I, I am sure that they didn't do as well as they had hoped over the fourth but they did sure enough make some progress and then they came back to win Bernal Utah mm-hmm. with an absolutely radical run if you check it out it's on our Facebook page T Wade shared it. So they were four flat. They picked up another 4,800 there. So now T Wade is 14th in the world with 26,001. And Billy Jack, he is 13th in the world with 25,001. I know Billy Jack is going to go to Pretty Prairie, Kansas, I think, with Coleman Proctor. So maybe make up a little ground there. Mm hmm. This week coming up is a kind of a really funny run that everybody's got to make. They're going to go to pretty prairie, Kansas. Some of them are going to go to Mesquite over the weekend. Then they're going to come up to Westcliffe, Colorado, go over to Nephi, Utah. Mm-hmm. It's it, they're on to Deadwood. It's kind of a very weird run. They're going to do a lot of driving and so hopefully they can keep gaining ground. Lots of driving this year mm-hmm. just to make them all Yes, they're they're getting the few that there are driving places and then back home. Places and then back home. Um, You know, we talked to Chad Masters yesterday, and he was camped out in one place. I know Mm -hmm. Chad was a little, I don't know if he just wasn't in a hurry to get back home. A lot of the guys went back home to Texas to go to Weatherford and then stuck around. Chad, when we talked to him, he was camped out in Cheyenne, Wyoming, probably at Bambi's having a good Mm -hmm. time, a little bit low-key. You know, we talk about what got done over the 4th as far as the pro rodeos. I know the World Series and the U.S. Ropens, they were absolutely great over the 4th. And speaking of the NTR, which is one of Taiyos' endeavors, was huge over the weekend. They had a big, big roping in South Dakota. They call it Cowboy Christmas as well, just like the Pro Rodeos. They had three events across three states. They awarded over half a million dollars, including 36 trophy saddles, 50 buckles, and a new Ram pickup. I know in South Dakota, a kid named Ram Hughes, he was 15 from Utah, he won his fourth truck. That's and I insane. Guess, yeah, there's going to be a story in the NTR's magazine that they do by themselves, um, but I think he has a whole bunch of brothers and sisters, and his goal is to win a truck for every one of his siblings. I wish I had a brother like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So congratulations to Ram Hughes. Congratulations to NTR on a big weekend. But, Like I said, the World Series reopens. Jeff Smith had a huge one in Guthrie. Of course, big stuff happening everywhere. There was one in Rock Springs. There were some in California. Shelly Productions had one. They had a 8.5 Heartland that paid out $140,800. Uh, the winners were Cy Felton and Dylan Crampler. They took home $33,000 seven hundred dollars just themselves with gift buckles and cactus saddles and there was lots of qualification spots for las vegas for the world series finale which that world series finale the deadlines are coming in hot Mm -hmm. all systems are go for planning on that you know don't be shy with your entries get them in get your finale entries in to the office in albuquerque get entered up there's lots of ropings lots of qualifiers and there's still um Some practice pen qualifier weekends scheduled, those have been really successful. I know when I talked to Connie Gentry the other day, she said a lot of places where people, there aren't qualifiers to go to or you would have to drive too far. Mm -hmm. People in Hawaii, people in New York, really kind of more obscure parts of the country where there's not a bunch of ropings have been taking advantage of those practice pen qualifiers. So. All right, Caitlin, now speaking of World Series and U.S. reopens, what are some of the moves that we've got planned? We're not going to say all of them, and of course the World Series and the USTRC's websites and the producers' individual websites are the final say on dates and and locations, Mm -hmm. but we're trying to keep up with some changes to let you all know where to go on the weekends. Um,
1: First up is The Daddy, which now is called The Big Daddy Mm -hmm. because it is being held at The Daddy Mm -hmm. at Frontier Park in Cheyenne, so don't forget, get over there. It's not at the college this year. It's at Frontier Park in Cheyenne. There's the Gold Buckle Beer Open. There's so much going on. There's muley ropings. There's a whole day of just ladies ropings mm-hmm. and breakaway. Which are winning you're in qualifiers for the
0: Women's Rodeo World Championships mm-hmm. in Las Vegas in November. That's huge. Nomi- ladies, if you're going, you nominate that roping because who knows what can happen. I've seen on some lists... Some of the win-and-you're-in qualifiers, they didn't have any... The person who won did not nominate, and they then didn't get to... They won't get to go to that $750,000 roping Mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. So make sure, nominate WCRA Rodeo. Check out... Get the app. Get the website.
1: Get those ropings nominated. There's a breakaway Mm -hmm. and an all-girl, so... Yeah, and also for that roping, when, if you're going, make sure you use the Gate Entrance V10. Uh, they're having everyone come through Gate Entrance V10, so that's another update on that. Um, another World Series move update is the Shelley's Productions roping. Uh, I believe it was in Rio Doso, New Mexico, and it's now in... Cantulo, Texas, mm-hmm. at the Calvin Taylor Arena. That is Friday, July 24th through f- Sunday, July 26th. So be sure to get there, and you can nominate WCRA for that roping as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Another ropin' that one of our producers passed along to us, the Summer Classic that's a Mountain States Cattle Company roping—is has a new location in Florence, Colorado. That's August 1st through 2nd at Gordon Cattle Company Arena. It's Mountain States Cattle Company ropin'. Um, they've got a little bit of everything, open handicapped, a Big 12 slide, draw pot slide, buckle ropins, a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So um, that is... Again, August 1st through 2nd in Florence, Colorado at Gordon Cattle Company Arena. And just as another industry update, guys, I love horse sale stuff, and I think that's a really good indicator of the health of the, of the industry. I know that the Clovis horse sale... Formerly the, the horse sale, formerly known as the Clovis Horse Sale, which is now at the Millet Event Center in Levalen, Texas, um, had a great sale. I know the high-selling horse was twenty-three thousand. Sumi Kazam Smooth, a two thousand twelve sorrel gelding owned by Gideon Peterson of Cimarron, New Mexico. They had horses. You know the top ten were selling from twenty-three thousand to seventeen thousand. It's another great event, um, you know, produced by Steve Friskep, who, by the way, in our July issue, you will learn Steve Friskep's story and hear about all of his motivations and everything he does. But it was a cool sale. We'll keep our eye on all these sales coming up because they just kind of show how hungry people are for horses, for good horses, and how invested folks are in the roping deal. So check it out. Um, You can see more info. We'll put that press release on our website. All right, guys, I promise we will not... Take this long of a break between next episodes of The Short Score. We'll have another one coming at you next week. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got lots going on. We'll have lots of fun stuff to share. And I appreciate you all for sticking with us and listening back to us. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Caitlin, for putting together all those results.
1: You are welcome. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Bye. Thank you, Fastback Ropes for bringing us this episode. Remember fastbackropes.com. Make sure you're ordering your Excalibur and your Cobalt. Those are the best-selling ropes for a reason. You can't beat them. Thanks.